Oh, there's nothing like after you have washed the sheets and you put them on and they're all like smooth and tucked in. There's nothing like that. I don't wear robes. Do you guys wear robes? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just put a towel on, dry off, and after the shower. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a weird piece of clothing that's like not necessary. Yeah, exactly. So, like, if you're not get dressed after you get showered, so I, like, I don't get. And if you're heading to night night time, like, put yeah. on your pajamas or. Okay. Okay. Here's a question. Do you wear pajamas? No. Yeah. I sleep in boxers. In just in boxers? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Always, always I, have. I wear, yeah, I wear, well, I wear actually gym shorts and then a t-shirt. I can't do That's, that. See, with gym shorts, they get, they start to like ride up and. Really? Yeah, I don't, huh. just, I don't like it. So do you ever, uh, you just, so no shirt then? And just boxers. Okay. Just boxers. Yeah. I've been that way my life's entirety. Yeah. Really? I thought you slept in gym shorts and a white shirt. Only if I was sharing a room with another gentleman. <laughs> I had no idea. What does the other gentleman care if you wear a shirt or not? Oh, just like over the years, like when I had a roommate in college and stuff. No. Oh, yeah. It was just awkward for me to uh, sleep in my boxers around another man. Sure. <laughs> the only time I can adapt to sleeping in clothes is in the military. It's like labor on a, a bivouac. A bivouac or something like that, yeah. Yeah. I typically wear clothes i sometimes take off the shirt but i just got used to wearing a shirt to bed so yeah it's, it's just uncomfortable to wear anything <laughs> i hate like i don't usually have sheets on the the bed either like really i, I like just the fitted sheet uh-huh. the comforter really because the sheet just bunches up around it my does feet. tend to bunch yeah no grant i've gotten better over the years to sleep with a sheet so no, but there's nothing like after you have washed the sheets and you put them on and they're all like smooth and tucked in. There's nothing like that. And then after one night, it's ruined. And, and you can <laughs> definitely tell the difference between expensive sheets and non-expensive sheets. Can you? Oh yeah. Okay. Thread count, baby. I will say this: it's nothing better when you're out in the woods, you're freezing to death, your core body temperature is low, and you snuggle into your nice warm bed. Yep. It's a great feeling. Yeah. Now, uh, so we, we have an electric blanket. Have you ever used one of Brittany those? Brittany has one. Yeah, they're nice. Put them on. Put them on like a low setting, and otherwise, they get if you crank them up, they get really Too toasty. Hot, yeah. yeah. What usually you do? What we do in the sun, the winter time is uh, it's actually the what's behind Brett. The what are they called? Uh, duvet. No, not no. duvet. Um, <laughs> grandma's quilt. Quilt. Afghan. Quilt. Yeah. Uh, uh, a quilt and a comforter. Okay. And usually that's, we keep our uh, heater on lower settings. Yeah. yeah. We keep our house at 68. I sleep with mainly a sheet or a cool blanket. Let's see, 68. Yeah, ours is 68. I put mine on 62 at night. 62 at night. And uh, we have space heaters. And we have space heaters. Yeah. And ironically, we save energy costs yeah. doing that way. Yeah. I like a lot of blankets, though. Because this room right here would yeah. never be, it'd be on all night. To, yeah, as oh, big as this yeah. room is, I believe yeah. it. Yeah. It's somewhat insulated. need to be more insulated. But. Yeah. Well, welcome to I Have the High Ground. Uh, it is January 11th. 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 Yep. Welcome to 2023. Uh, I'm Aaron, and I'm joined by Brett and Rick. 
Hello. How's it going? We're all here. It's been a while. Yep, it's been a while. The drinks are root beer. I have a boiling root beer. Brett has a Virgil's, I believe, and Rick doesn't yeah. have anything at the moment. I forgot to grab one. I used to have a whole box of Fitz's in there. Ah, no. <laughs> Boylan's is pretty good. Boylan's makes great sodas. Go get some. Virgil's is okay. I was telling Aaron while you were away that we should do a podcast where we review. Just have a whole slew of root beers. On root beer beers, cast. and then once we go from root beer, we can review something else. Cream soda would be next. I'm well, just saying, like, we can just review everything. Boylan also makes a we great cream soda. We could do a tournament with root beers. We could try them at the same time as we're doing it, and then we just go through the bracket. Mm-hmm. I like that. Bracket of root beers. That'd be awesome. You know, on Twitter, there was a favorite cardinal of all time bracket. Did you see that? Did yeah. Did you see something like that? Like, it's about you and Corey were, were doing. Yeah, Corey posted that. On I think I had Telegram. Chris Carpenter win the whole thing. Right. What? Chris Carpenter? <laughs> What's wrong with Chris hey, Carpenter? Chris Carpenter was one of my top four. <laughs> the, some of those brackets were like, oh, okay, this right. is like a no-brainer, right? Because like... Tyler Green. <laughs> <laughs> who was your... Do you, who, you remember who your final four was? I think um, I had Wainwright, I, I Carpenter, out, Pujols. It would have been, um, been Pujols, Holiday. Oh, okay. Um, Yachty. And it was the modern history, right? Modern. It's like 2000. Or something like that, 95. Yeah, going back to like, yeah. And Jim Edmonds. Okay, okay, yeah. Some of them were surprising, though. Like, some some of them went, if I remember in my, some of the Cardinals went farther than I thought. Like, um, Skip Schumacher's a, yeah, he's yeah. a dark horse candidate. Yeah. Because, uh, or a player, because I, I always like Skip a lot. Yeah. Skippy. Mike Matheny made it maybe past the first round. I mean, yeah. But he really did himself yeah. in with his managerial skills. I think I had Rick Ankiel going yeah, fairly had, far. I think Corey had Rick Ankiel going a ways, but he had to face like pools or somebody like that. It's yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't really do the whole bracket. I just picked the names and mm-hmm. I. Yeah, I didn't know. It would out. be my yeah. top four anyway. Oh, did the you? Thing with, the uh, thing with pools, though, it's hard not to make him kind of the goat, even though he had. He left. It seemed like kind of bad terms, so to say. Right. Him coming back just, I think, solidified and cemented himself in mm. Cardinals lore. Yeah, for sure. When he was with this full time, mm-hmm. the best baseball. That's some of the greatest baseball ever. 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 Yeah. So it's definitely Pujols, Molina, and then I kind of teetered with the other two. Holiday, I just liked Holiday. Mm-hmm. And His then- desire to win. Jim Edmonds and Chris Carpenter were yeah. up there. I had Lance Between Parkman two, fairly far along. Even though he's two years, just a two-year Cardinal. Just a two-year Cardinal, yeah. In fact, I wish he'd have been around a lot yeah. longer. Him and Belcher and, and both. Carlos oh, Beltran. Oh, man, that'd yeah. been fun to see those two. Was, uh... Sorry to interrupt you, what were you going to say? Go ahead. What was, um... 2006 World Series, maybe 2004 World Series, he struck out looking... Larry Walker. Larry Walker. Was he on that list? I think so, yeah. Okay. I had him at least win one or two rounds, I yeah, think. I, I always like Larry Walker, too. Yeah. The Walt Jock. No, that, yeah, that was Walt Jockety. He was the general manager. General manager, yeah, yeah. back in. Yeah. yeah. But Moe was Berkman, wasn't he? Yeah. And yeah. Beltran. And Beltran, yeah. Those are two great pickups. Yeah. Now what's he done? Jack shit. <laughs> beep, beep. Beep. Actually put a thing on there, right? <laughs> <laughs> do like a oh, I don't like, have a, like a dolphin noise. Show these little buttons. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a good uh, all-time list. So who wins the all-time all-time list of Cardinals? I don't. Mm. Mark McGuire. 
No. <laughs> Would Bob Gibson be up there? I don't. I never saw him play. Um, Stan Musial. Probably Stan Musial. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> probably. Yeah. Probably Stan Musial. What's on the docket for today? On the docket for today, and I thought we would uh, go around and give two to three um, movies or TV shows of that you saw in 2022 that you stood out to you the most, that you maybe enjoyed the most, or that just really resonated with you out of everything you saw, uh, TV show-wise or movie-wise. Uh, let's just talk about it quickly. And I know we won't all have seen the same things. Can we each go around, say our three, and then we can kind of expound yeah. once we get around? That's fine. Okay. Uh, I can kick us off. So I think my three would be um, The Rings of Power, uh, The Lord of the Rings show from Amazon, um, then probably House of the Dragon, and then Jurassic World Dominion, okay. which is a fairly recent one, but still I really enjoyed it. So those are my three. Oh, so we're not doing three movies, three TV Just shows all together. Yeah. yeah, three. Pick two to three. Hmm. Or more. Uh, top three, I'm going to say The Batman, Spider-Man, uh, No Way Home. Yeah. And then, um, I guess Andor. Okay. <laughs> Good I think I think when I say mine, you'll probably go oh that too. So my number one was eighteen eighty three. Okay, scratch and <laughs> I guess I have to I have to pick something different. No, it's fine. No, it's fine. I but there was something about eighteen eighty three that just blew me away. One of the most beautiful shows. I know I've talked heavily on the first season of Westworld. Yeah. But 1883 was an actual Western. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it was just something amazing about it. So that's my number one. Uh, Spider-Man, No Way Home. That, when you mentioned it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Really? It we was, did an episode a, about that, yeah. I know, but it was That was emo- last year. It was emotional. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Wasn't it? It seems a long time ago now. 2022. had to be, right? Yeah, it was. It was, okay. yeah. Early to mid-summer. And then... I thought it was more like February. And then last was probably The House of Dragons. Okay, let's talk about. Um, I know Brett hasn't seen the House of the Dragon. No, let's so let's talk about Spider Man because it's one we all saw. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we did do an episode about it. It was really good. I guess I've I considered it briefly in mind, but it just didn't. It was really really good, but it kind of came early, and then some other stuff crowded it out. And Spider Man is. Uh, I've always enjoyed Spider Man movies, but it's just not as important to me as other properties and shows and characters. Yeah. So, but it was really good. For me, it was the, uh, how they intertwined all the stories. Right. So you got the nostalgia from the early 2000s, right. mid 2010s, you know? Yeah. They did it in a way and that they, didn't feel crowded or, exactly. Or sloppy. No right. one was stepping on each other's toes. Right. It was just to me, I don't say it's about Marvel movies a whole lot, but it was beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there was emotion behind it, too. I was going to say, I've seen a lot of the Marvel stuff that's come out since then. Shows and uh, movies. and they Lost their way. They're forgettable. I don't even remember any of them. You were mentioning uh, the Thor movie before Brett got here. The Thor movie was just, just over-the-top comedy. Almost comedy from start to finish. 
I hate that. Yeah. Not this good. was serious, you know? Yeah, it was great. I think it's one of the reasons we praise it, because, like, spoilers. Can we dive into spoilers or stay away yeah, from no, spoilers? So when Aunt May died... Hot Aunt May. It was actually, like, you felt the weight of that for a while. They They didn't just be like... Something tragic happened and immediately throw in a really lame joke like other movies, other Marvel movies would do. Mm-hmm. They actually like let you soak it in more. You felt the emotion of yeah. MCU Peter Parker and his loss. It wasn't like <laughs> right after. No, the whole world's going down beside us. <laughs> yeah. I see, I had the same. I, didn't, I did not see the new Thor movie. I have no desire. But I had the same issue with Ragnarok. Like, there was moments that should have been, like, devastating to the characters. And they just blew it off like it was a big joke. Yeah. 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 And that's the fault of the director. Right. Uh, Okay. Spider-Man, it was good. Wasn't on my top three, but yeah, it was good. (laughs) (laughs) Um... Let's see. Let's talk about Brett. You just saw Rings of Power, didn't you? No, no, you didn't. Like, okay, didn't right. Lord, 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 Lord. I wouldn't watch that crap anyway. Okay, and not just because it's Lord of Rings. That's not why I wouldn't watch it. Yeah, the woke agenda. Right. Well, uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. There's a lot of good stuff about it. Um. Rick, you enjoyed it too. I did. I it was a slow burn at first. Yeah. I you know, we had the conversations about kind of the statements regarding the agenda, we'll just say that. Right. Which kind of threw things off because I I do like when people stick with source material. Yeah. And are true to that, not for any reasons other than just that's how it was in the book. Right. And the books. Um but like with Star Wars, and sometimes it can be hard to get through some of the shows or whatever it is, but I love expansive universes. Right. I love the chronology and the, and the, what's the word I'm using? Lore. The lore. That's what draws me in. Right. So I oftentimes look past kind of like, well, that didn't happen, but we're looking at new areas that we haven't seen before right. in different contexts. And obviously, spoilers, this is kind of how... Mordor was founded, right? Which was an amazing experience. Yeah, like just, I didn't know that because I haven't read the Sarmillion or whatever. And that's from that, right? How that whole thing happened. Uh, Sarmillion. I think so. Okay, I'm kind of fuzzy on it. Same here, but it was just a cool experience to see all that, and um, I could look past some of the, the issues, so to say. If that's a good. Uh, explanation of that you have to look past some of that in order to enjoy any of it yeah i could probably look past it more than some fans i, I can. mean i complained about it but i still kept watching yeah it's I it didn't my, my it, favorite thing is the dwarves i want to know yeah. more about the dwarves because uh, they're not heavily talked about you know right so the lore behind the dwarves is pretty sweet it didn't distract me really too much uh, a black elf or an elf of color, a person of color elf. Like I, I didn't, I had no problem with that. Like, cool. I have no problem with it. It's just it's not in the source material. And like, don't make a statement because you have to make a statement. You know? Yeah. It just 
It just it's not explicitly stated that oh, come on. elves <laughs> fair skinned <laughs> like again. Yeah, everything in the books is that they were fair skinned to my knowledge. The source I'm, material. I'm no book expert by any means, but um, which is probably why I'm not that nitpicky about it because right. I again I'm just complaining for the sake of continuity with sure. the source material. Sure. But I, I liked it overall. I did. I thought uh, the Sauron reveal was excellent. I did too. Very well done. Very well done. I kind of dive into. Um, I look on Reddit for spoilers about these things, and <laughs> before so, you watch it, yeah, I don't see how you do that. I I just want to know. Cause you never know if it's going to be. Know. They're ne- It's almost never like a hundred percent. So like, supposedly there was a leak uh, in, in in the show that re- that. Uh, gave out the entire plot and it was not like 100 percent accurate it was right that they they leaked that uh, halbrand was sauron and that was right but like not every specific thing was right so um and you, and you never know about these things online no, I so know, but... so yeah overall out of what would you give it out of 10 out of 10 uh seven that's probably what i give it six and a half seven yeah yeah uh it doesn't it's a beautiful show uh i'm not exactly sure what they spent 200 million or 400 however many million, hundreds of millions of dollars of they spent CGI. on huh? a lot of it was cgi so and, but it was like okay so but we've seen good cgi before yeah is it the overall show that is going to cost that much or was it just that first season the that i don't know about that okay because yeah i mean it just seemed like a number another run-of-the-mill uh, i think a good chunk of that was spent on obtaining the rights <laughs> to the properties so that was however oh, so they many spent 189 million dollars on the rights and, and 11 the million rest on, the of it on the show right i, I don't know <laughs> something like that um yeah really enjoyed it though um looking forward to season two which won't happen this year i don't think we'll get it till that. next year yeah I hate that. that's rough but uh okay so that was rings of power um why don't you guys talk about 1883 which i have not seen yet so okay. but i mean feel free to to talk about whatever you want to talk about it because i'm not yeah, I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it as a Western. Western's a genre that I enjoy. People would say that I'm probably not a true fan because I only like movies from the 90s onward. <laughs> I think uh, the older Westerns are hard to watch. But now 1883 was... Not Big Jake. <laughs> Big Jake's good. That's really good. Have you seen that one? No, no, I have. It's John Wayne's it, last. It's probably his, one of his better ones. It's his last as well. Was his his last mm-hmm. one? Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Squirrel. <laughs> so it was, I enjoyed that the storyline was very different than most westerns where it's not like you have the rancher who's evil and he's taking over the town and you have like the little peons are trying to fight for their freedom and yeah. so it was more of like a, this big epic journey and it almost felt like more like the Oregon Trail of the movie, mm-hmm. you know. Absolutely did. It was good. I enjoyed it. Like talking about beautiful shots, you had beautiful wild scenery. For the most part, the story was solid. There was a few things that you and I discussed that were like yeah. high roll moments, but overall, I most of my gripes are just nitpicks. Like I was thoroughly entertained. It was very gripping, especially the first episode was like absolutely. I guess we can discuss details, right? We could probably, yeah, I mean, go into detail if you like. about the show later on, because I wouldn't like you to see it. Oh, right. He hadn't seen it. Anyway, yeah, it was just like, man, it was heavy right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And it had kind of that heavy, like, the stakes were real. 
you know, and the people were very much endangered. You didn't know yeah. who was going to live. Who was? I mean, you knew who was going to live to some degree, right. but but you were kind of surprised by. So, expounding upon what you're saying, were you, were you finished? Mm-hmm. Okay. If I know it's a good show, especially if it's the type of show if if you're not comfortable the entire show. Uh-huh. So I know you're probably gonna roll your eyes, uh, but say the movie or show Handmaid's Tale. Okay. That show, when it's good, the first three seasons or so, you don't feel comfortable at all watching it. Like, what's going to happen at this turn? Is she going to escape or going to get caught again and beaten Uh and all that stuff? Same thing with 1883. As Brett said, it was the the journey. You saw the the threats. The threats were real. Mm. And it's not a it's not a happy oh there's no frol- feel good frolicking <laughs> through the meadows type type yeah. show so I think the very first thing that captures that is the score and it's a very very good score mm. it's one of the most memorable to me that I can remember in recent history or recent memory rather it's just it's very gripping it it tells the tale of the Oregon Trail so to say okay during the very first and it's just doing the old 1880s photo shots you know of the people's faces the tin types yeah mm. it's amazing like it's it is fantastic that drew me in from the first part and then as brett said like it's just right off the bat it's getting it and there's yeah. nothing i mean it's just it's gritty and oh, it's you see gritty. james dutton he's the main character it's tim mcgraw mm-hmm. phenomenal acting i never knew that guy could act like that and he reminded me of like Corey's demeanor with that beard like did you ever pick that up like it's almost like that kind of like just very like always like he was focused mm-hmm. and just like his mannerisms reminded me of my cousin Corey. and uh but Corey does have a very serious serious like way about him yeah like, yeah, like this is like it's got to get done type thing you mm-hmm. know uh so that's how that whole like he started the, that whole atmosphere from the very beginning and he didn't let up <laughs> like it was he was a just a, not to get into too much detail he was a former confederate officer was captured was in andersonville or something like that okay or maybe not the andersonville but the union equivalent the confederate equivalent mm. uh, so he's got a lot of demons you know and all these things left a mark on me more than most shows do mm. and that's how i felt with the first season of west uh westworld mm. but even though westworld was a totally different concept it just it still had that captivating sure. to me that right. captivating uh, throughout the entire episode. You know, there like Brett said, there was several scenes you're like really like, <laughs> could have done without. Yeah, there's a scene where there's a tornado going through Kansas, and the main character's daughter is like falling in love with an Indian in the midst of this tornado, <laughs> and they start kissing when it's like going over them. I'm like, come on, yeah, that, that kind of <laughs> stuff, like. People would not be doing that. They'd be concerned about surviving. That happens a lot in movies nowadays in the shows. They have these weird little throw-in beats that yeah. are but, just so stupid. But other than that, the ending was satisfying. It was gripping. There was really no redemption in the entire show. Would you agree with that? Correct. Yeah. I shake my head yes, but nobody can hear that. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's literally zero redemption. And like you, it, 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 When it ends, you don't feel like... You're like, that sucks. <laughs> it's bleak, but it's you're like, is there a season two? Come on, there has to be a season two, but nope. There's but no it feels two. to me how the West was. It would have been, or how that been. trip would have Lawless. been. Like people were dying left and right. I mean, it was a brutal, relentless, harsh environment. Yeah. 
environment. And it captures that perfectly. Some of the people are like, are you, were they really that stupid? But no, I, people died like left and right, like I said. Yeah. You ever played the game Oregon Trail, you know? <laughs> Dysentery. Dead. <laughs> Forded the river. Dead. Your whole family. Dead. I just wanted to go hunting. Wasteland. Shoot 500 <laughs> elk. Yeah, and yeah, like, you, you can, can like carry back 30 two, pounds. <laughs> 20 pounds of meat. You shot like 1,800 <laughs> pounds of meat. <laughs> Crap. Yeah, that was probably my favorite show of 2022. It started in December of 21, but mm-hmm. went into 2022. And I don't think I watched it till later in the year because I got Paramount through uh, uh, T-Mobile mm-hmm. later on. So I saw it watching that, and it was phenomenal. Let's talk about The Batman. No, you didn't see that one, did you? I did right? not, no. Okay, So we don't have to go into too much detail about it. You guys go for it. Um, Spoilers are fine. Well, we can keep it high level since we're trying to... You know, kind of breeze through these, but Rick's just going to check out and listen. So, anyway, uh, the Batman. I I had decent hopes for it. I'm not a super Batman fan. I've seen i I haven't even seen all of the Batman movies, especially not the older ones. Um, like I haven't seen the Val Kilmer one. I haven't seen Batman Two, uh, the one with the Penguin with um. What's his name? Michael Keaton. Really? Um, I didn't. I definitely didn't see the. Um, I don't know. I can't even keep them all straight now. But anyway, like I started with the Batman movies with the Christian Bale ones, which of course are probably considered to be the um, the epitome of decent Batman movies now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So um, I didn't know um, what to expect with Robert Pattinson as Batman. Um, but then we got the trailer, and I always watch trailers, and so that was encouraging. It seemed like he was going to do a pretty good job with it. Totally forgot this is the one with Robert Pattinson. Yeah. I'm like, which one are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> no, I have not seen it yet. And I think he did a good job. It's definitely different. It's a different Bruce Wayne. More of an emo Bruce it's Wayne. It's more of an emo Bruce Wayne, a haunted Bruce Wayne, which... Makes sense. Well, I mean, Bruce Wayne's always haunted, right? I mean, he, yeah, he's like a whole other level. Of, he's a whole other level of yeah. He's got demons, um, but the Batman was convincing, even though Robert Pattinson is a smaller. He's not as big of a dude. That, well, he's. I shouldn't say that because I don't. He's more gritty this time around, wasn't he? He was. It did seem. It did seem more gritty. Um, more gritty than it was than, even more grounded than the Nolan trilogy. Than the Nolan trilogy, yeah. And a lot of that's direction <clears throat> and cinematography, but uh, yeah, but, but um, it, it's a young, it's a it's a less seasoned Batman, right? Because when yeah, he, he's only been Batman, I think two, two years, years, I think is right, right. So, so he's still kind of learning, learning the ropes of yeah. of how to be a Batman. But it's a violent Batman, and the direction of it was really good. The score was really good. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, a memorable theme, a memorable theme for the for the villain, the Joker. With the the off key, uh, Ave it was Maria. the Riddler. The Riddler. Yeah, I'm sorry, my mistake. The Riddler. <laughs> Get and your Batman villain. I know. I know. And who was the Riddler? Uh, Paul Dano. Who's that? An actor. The guy. Do we know who he is? <laughs> no, I don't. Huh? Know he play any other characters? Oh yeah. Um, offhand, I couldn't tell you, but oh, okay. yeah. But he's a he's a named actor. I loved Catwoman. Catwoman being my favorite, like. Yeah, Batman she was a, she and was a to, good uh, anti-hero. Yeah, very good Catwoman. Michelle Pfeiffer's still better, but <laughs> you said you didn't see the movie. So yeah, that's true. I can't judge that. Um, better than Anne Hathaway. Um, oh yeah, that doesn't. I mean, I did enjoy count. Anne Hathaway, but as Catwoman, but uh, yeah, Zoe Kravitz, great Catwoman. 
So, yeah, I really enjoyed it. My only complaint was I felt it was a bit long. It's, well, well, if you don't mind me saying. Go ahead. When I saw it in theaters, I agree. Like, I felt like it was a bit long. I was kind of starting to be like, when's this going to wrap up? Because I felt like they wrapped it up and then they did. They tacked and on they, like 30 yeah, more minutes. I, the I felt like that, too. Yep. But when I've seen it since, I think I've watched it one other time. Mm-hmm. In the re- like the comfort of my own home, <laughs> and the kids were gone for whatever reason. Right, that was a quick. It was a quicker time, I guess. It was. I enjoyed it almost more my second viewing. Okay, than my first. Yeah, the first time I saw it, I actually thought, you know what? I I don't know if I like it because it got so long. Okay. It, see, I like to enjoy movies at home. I, I I love going to the theater, but I also like to like splice movies up at home. Because I like you, you know, usually have to wait when I like my child's not around, and so he's in bed, you know, and so right. it's usually in the evening in like you know twenty to thirty minute chunks, and so that's how I like to enjoy movies. I break it up. Um, so yeah, I can see how you would. It would be a better experience when you can do it on your own terms. I'm like you. I watch movies that in the evening. I can't break it up. <laughs> like if I'm invested into a movie, I am. I'm like a TV show if I'm invested into the show uh-huh. or a movie. I need to be quiet. I don't want, and my wife always does this. I'm watching something and she's like talking to me about stuff. And I'm like, she's like, well, you can't multitask? I'm like, no, I can't. I'm focused. Right. Anyhow, we're rambling on. But I will say this I, I've seen all the live action Batmans, at least from the 90s on. Mm-hmm. I, I love Tim Burton's movies. In some ways, they're still, I like them in almost better than Nolan, just because they're just nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Now, Nolan's Joker and The Dark Knight is still probably my favorite version of Joker. However, I did really like uh, Colin Farrell's Penguin. Mm-hmm. Like, he was definitely the most grounded and more realistic version of Penguin. Yeah. He, was, he wasn't even the comic book Penguin. He was just a like a mob enforcer type right. character. Well, that's everyone in the Batman feels like this could actually happen, right? Right. Like it, yeah. it feels it feels more real. It feels like it could take place in today's environment more than the Nolan movies could. Right. It feels like if these characters were real, like the Batman is possible. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Like the Riddler. Is based on just a bunch of serial killers. Right. He could exist as he stands in the movie. Yep. Like, he's not over the top. He's not super villain. He's a man whose actions are right based in reality. Right. I can buy all the characters. I can buy Catwoman. I can buy Penguin. I can buy Riddler. Like, I can't buy... I could buy... I could buy in the Nolan ones. I could buy the Joker, probably, existing. I, I can't buy a Bane... Yeah, I can't buy a scarecrow. Like, uh, like those are a little too far for me. Yeah, Joker can exist, and they have Joker in the Batman, but they're going to make him a Joker that would exist in our world, right? Which I actually felt like the movie the Joker did really well with Walking Phoenix. Do a cross with that? No, no, they're separate. Spoiler alert: they're separate movies, separate universes. It sucks. Joker, a Joker exists. Within the Batman film, they reveal it, which is not too big of a spoiler because everybody knows when there's Batman, there's a Joker. Right. That's like he must follow. Yeah, that was Batman.
It was a good one. It was a good one. It, it was uh, it was a close one on my own personal list, but uh, didn't yeah. quite make my top three. Let's talk uh, House of the Dragon. Uh, House of the Dragon, of course, was HBO's Game of Thrones prequel show, set like two hundred some years earlier than Game of Thrones, and um, it was really good. It was good. It was great. Yeah, it's a smaller story than Game of Thrones. It's less expansive, right? Because um, you stay mostly in King's Landing for the entire yeah. for the entire show. You don't go to too many places like you did in Game of Thrones. But all the acting was phenomenal. And I thought they really pulled off the time jump they did a great when job. they had to switch the actresses. Yeah, they were uh, perfect, I thought. Yeah. Um, it, was just great. it was just good to be back in Westeros. It felt like being in Westeros, but it felt like a completely different story. Yeah. Like it, it didn't feel like, oh, this is just Game of Thrones They're trying to in make a different money way. Yeah. Right. So I, for me, it was... Uh, Again, what I mentioned earlier, it was that intrigue. It was, am I feeling comfortable right now or not? Mm -hmm. And it got to that level again. So seasons, basically five through eight of the other original Game of Thrones, you didn't have that really. Right. There was moments, but the first four seasons, you were like, what the crap is going to happen next? Right. It's like, you don't know. It's it's such a mind mind screw because there's so much politics and intrigue and murder and like backstabbing. And I felt like it was to the original point as the uh, as as the original series. So that's what captivated me about it, and they did a good job about going back to those yep. uh, roots, so to say. I think they yep. had to because seven and eight were disasters. I thought right. season seven and eight were absolute disasters. Eight more so, and they had to nail it in order to bring back the fan, fan base. Yep. So I thought if it didn't, if they didn't, it'd be one season only. Yeah, but I think they'll be good for. At least three, if they have three years worth of, they should. Oh yeah, they'll have. Yeah. Uh, they sh- yeah, they'll have three, four. It's going to be a long, long war. I enjoyed it, and it was. Uh, I'd give it a seven and a half, seven and a half, eight. Yeah, seven and a half and eight. Yeah, eight ten. probably. Yeah. Did you all like Rings of Power better? Or? No, I liked House of Dragon more. Okay. That's tough because it's hard to compare them though because they're different. It's just different. Um, it's di- it's different worlds, obviously, but it's different tones. Agreed. Lord of the Rings is just supposed to be a more uplifting good versus evil story, and of Game course, of Thrones Game is, of Thrones is not that. It is all shades of gray, dark gray. Yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot of of. Uh, There's no redemption. High moral ground characters. Yeah. yeah. Just like 1883. Exactly. Yeah, it kind of had that same feel. It was... Yeah. You didn't know who to really root for, because nobody was... Moral. <laughs> the good guy, you know. You had the guy that was the main character, and he was probably the closest thing to He was doing guy. questionable things, too. You know? Yeah. Uh, okay. What haven't we covered so far of our... What haven't? What haven't we covered? We covered everything. Have we? No, your Dominion. Oh, yeah. Jurassic World Dominion. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Okay. You saw it, Brett? Yes. Okay. Jurassic Park is an important franchise to me. It's one of my favorites. Um, Same. Jurassic Park, the original movie, is in my top five list of movies all time. I didn't see Jurassic. I didn't see Dominion in theaters. Uh, I wanted to. It just didn't work out. Same. So <laughs> I, I rented it on YouTube, and, uh, and then finally made it through. Um, which is, it was kind of hard because like I said, I like to piecemeal the movies and when you rent it on YouTube, you have 
48 hours, I think, from when you start to when you then it expires. And oh, wow. yeah, so I, I really enjoyed it. It did not get good reviews, but I thought it was a nice fitting end to the Jurassic World trilogy of movies. I liked how they brought in the original cast. I thought they did a pretty good job. Dr. Malcolm felt like Dr. Malcolm. See, uh, avoid spoilers if possible. Okay. Because I do want to see it. So, sure. Ricky, yep. where you going? Ricky did see. He's like, yeah, it wasn't as good as the other ones. Who did? <laughs> Ricky. Little Ricky saw it? Yeah, he saw it at my parents' house. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. What does he know? Well, <laughs> <laughs> he's seen them all. It uh, is is not as good as, uh, well, I don't know. It's not as good as Jurassic Park, of course. But I would say I disagree with you about Dr. Malcolm. I feel like he felt like more like the game master from Ragnarok than Dr. Malcolm. He was very different than definitely. I also always felt like Dr. Malcolm from Jurassic um, Park to Lost World was very different than Dr. Malcolm from Jurassic Park. Like he was much more serious and somber in Lost World, where he was more the joke. Yeah, because he's been through the. the... I know, but now it was it was like the jokester part, but dialed up. Okay, maybe a little he bit. I can see that. after 25 years. <laughs> like, there's a scene that, since I can't spoil anything, I can't talk about, but... There's a thing that happened with a thing, and a thing, thing, thing. Um, it deals with a cave and a mine. Okay. And he was trying to help the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And it was like a big joke. Like, he made into a big joke. Okay. I don't know. I uh, I don't know. I wasn't bothered by that. But Let's I, that's running in high heels again. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, Howard, no. There oh. were there were some unrealistic parts that I would take issue with, um, like the, well, I can't, I'm not going to say. <laughs> I know, I, there there were some instances where things happen to the characters, and they're like, okay, you would be behaving in a totally different way, and um, uh, so, but maybe that's true of Jurassic Park movies in general. I don't know. I, it, but I always feel like at least, especially the first two Jurassic Park films. Especially the very first one. The characters were behaving, I felt, very naturally. Yeah. yeah. And obviously it's the best movie in the whole bunch right. as far as like... First one? The very first, yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. But I thoroughly enjoyed Jurassic Park, uh, Jurassic or Jurassic World. World and Jurassic World... Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, I did too. I didn't enjoy them for the same reasons. It wasn't as deep or like, thought-provoking right. or right. anything. It's definitely a much more popcorn film. Right. But sometimes I enjoy... Just shutting my brain off and watching right. crap hit the fan. Whereas Dominion, I felt like I didn't hate the movie. I enjoyed it more than most critics did. But there was a lot where I was like, I don't know. I just it just wasn't in the same tier as the other two. Yeah, it, it's yeah, uh, it's the least of the Jurassic World movies. I would agree, but I wasn't utterly let down by it. Yeah, I, I'm in the same boat. Like I found enough enjoyment that I. I have only seen it once, and I saw that they released an extended cut on. Yeah, I I am gonna have to go Peacock back and see that something. too. Yeah, I did feel like Grant, even more so than Malcolm, felt off. He felt a little off to me. Yeah, um, like he was always more like that. He's very serious. Yeah. He reacted in, and I don't know his be. It's too jokey. It felt a Grant. little bit. Yeah, it felt a little off. I don't. I don't understand that because there was some jokes in. The other Jurassic World movies, but more so in the first Jurassic World movie, there was more jokey stuff. Yeah, Fallen Kingdom, they had a few bits where I'm like, why did they throw that crap in there? But for the most part, it was yeah. Um, I, I like the dinosaurs. I like seeing some more of the. Di- I like the um, uh, the Dimetrodons. 
they were the ones in the cave. Mm. Um, I like seeing those. I liked uh, the Carnotaurus in uh, was the in, Spino Indoraptor. No, there was no. There were no uh, hybrid dinosaurs either. <laughs> yeah, if I recall that was nice. I was actually, I said the Spinus, like the Spinosaurus, the Spino, was Spino, Spino Indoraptor, Spino Indoraptor, the the Lophosaurus, that was cool to see them. Um, the raptor chase scene. Okay, early on. The only spoiler I want to know. Okay, do they? What's the 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 megalodon thing? The Mosasaurus. Do they kill that thing eventually? Do you want to know? Okay, is there actually a big plot on that one? No. Okay, do they get it? No, they don't. It's out there in the ocean. It doesn't have a huge role. It never had a huge role. I well, know, it was just kind of like a. Prop. It's out there, and uh, they showed a couple scenes of it. It happened. I know it takes. I, mean, I had actually think I was like, I don't remember what they did with it. It's so how little involved it is. It in did the story. not. Well, it had like a. It had its biggest role in Jurassic World, right? Where it helped take down the that ridiculous scene where they killed that one girl. Uh-huh. Over the top. Oh, the uh, assistant, assistant lady. <laughs> uh, it was kind of a brutal scene. Yeah, it was a very brutal scene. Um. Yeah, it 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 they don't show it too much. Okay, but uh, but it's it's still out there. Um, okay, Jurassic World Dominion, pretty good. I, like I plan it. on seeing it soon. What's it on? Is it uh, on P- Peacock. Paramount, right? Oh, Peacock, you're right. Peacock. Peacock. Oh, it's on it's on Amazon Prime too. If you have access to that, is it Prime free video. or you have to pay for no, it? No, it's Prime Video. If you have Prime Video, it's yeah. on Prime Video for mm-hmm. free. Yeah. That's probably where my parents or my where Ricky watched it. Mm. Okay, should we wrap up or should we briefly talk about what we're looking forward to this twenty twenty three? Let's do that. If let's, you guys are okay, let's do one. What? Just one show or one show for? that you're looking forward to this year? Go for it. Okay, uh, Brett, you start. You're right. The just show or movie? Either one. I'm gonna do show, Justified, Prime, City, Prime Evil. I think it's what it's called. What? Primeval, primeval. I don't know. It's a it's a it's kind of a a short series. It's bringing back at least Timothy Oliphant from Just Really, yeah. Okay, and it's going to be Raylan Givens, and he's going to be a different environment. He's not going to be back in Kentucky. Okay, I think it's going to be mostly in Detroit. Okay, um, I did not hear about that. Yeah, but it's going to be like. He's a seasoned lawman now, and he's, I guess he's still dealing with crap. And okay, whatever. nice. The Last of Us. Yeah, the HBO, yeah, it based on the video game. Yeah, the trailer yeah. looks good. I've played a little bit of the video game. I've always wanted to play the whole game through. I watched the game through, or the, the, the cutscenes. No, the, well, they, you watch somebody play it. Oh, yeah. But it was just, there's no commentary. It's just, but I did watch the... It was like six or seven hours of cutscenes, and uh, they were like a movie. Yeah. So I watched it basically like a movie. Yeah. Dude, it was phenomenal. I didn't do a whole lot at Sundayo. Mine would be, um, boy, that's tough. Um, probably, uh, probably the Ahsoka show. That'll be this year. Star Wars Ahsoka. Um, Wait, is Man- Mando 3? Mandalorian Season 3 is going to be this year, too. Okay, but for me, it's Ahsoka because Ahsoka's a great character. Um, we should see Admiral Thrawn show up. 
uh, Mandalorian might even show up in that show. Um, yeah, it should. It'd be Mando season five. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> Mandalorian Soko season three. Two should episodes, be good. and then he's in the rest. Ah- ah- Ahsoka, though, is probably my one. I, a, we're just given one, but yeah, probably my pick would be Ahsoka. Okay. And what are some honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. I don't know a whole lot of shows coming out. Oh, um, gosh, yeah, I don't know either. I, I, I tell you one that looks pretty good. It's a movie. It's got Adam Driver in it, and it's about. It's, I think it may be called like sixty one or sixty three or so. It's it's like some movie with a number title, and it's about a a U.S. um um a military person or a space a space officer or something, and they end up having they they're on Earth like millions of years in the past and he has to like he, it's got dinosaurs in it oh wow then they come after him and it looks go, go look it up adam driver it's 61 or, or kylo 63 ren. kylo ren yeah <laughs> it uh it looks pretty promising though so they're gonna have another dinosaur franchise that's not jurassic park uh, at least a movie yeah that would be nice to have someone else's take and make yeah they actually put effort in making the dinosaurs look decent I agree. What's, What's your, your honorable? honorable mention? Oh, I didn't know if I had one. I <laughs> I don't know many shows. That's yeah, okay. Because mm-hmm. I don't know too much what's going on. Movie wise, now the last couple of years, I've not been like super excited to get to the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably won't see this movie in the theater, but uh, honorable mention would have to be the Super Mario Bros. movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because obviously I've played Mario games yeah. my entire life, um, and the trailers I've seen just like okay, we always one debate Ricky and I and others, my brother and others had like how could they do a Mario movie because he just runs around and jumps on mushrooms and saves the princess at the end, and I'm like you know, but the movie's looking good right now. It's looking really good, yes. If my daughter was older, I'd take her to the movie. I'm going to take her to the Rowan. I think they'll love it. All right, well, let me know. I'll tag along, maybe. I would. I'd feel pretty awkward, though. If my daughter was just like two years older, she'd go see it. But I'm certainly not going to go in a theater full of kids without my, my yeah, daughter. Right. That's a little <laughs> weird. All right. All right. That's it. That's uh, it's a good list. It was a decent year of uh, movies and shows. Uh, we'll be back with you soon to talk more about Star Wars and other great um Stuff we like. Yeah, soon means two months from now. Uh, we'll see. We'll <laughs> see if we can do better than that. See you guys. Bye. Good night.